Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You're about to listen to another proud presentation brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com and mention the podcast for 10% off of your order. Greetings, true listeners. We are back with another episode of the Longboxcast. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Longboxcast. It's time to catch up on comic books, pop vinyls, superhero shows, which I'm starting to believe that the CW should just call themselves the DCW at this point with all the freaking shows they're collecting. The Longboxcast. Too many issues for a short box. episode of Comics and Coffee. I'm your host, Kyle, and we're here to talk about some comic book stuff and uh, drink some coffee. Um, back, relax, and enjoy this smooth jazz. What is up, comic book fandom? Our Longbox listeners, all 100 of you. That's 99 more than I thought we'd have. Hi, Mom. So... <laughs> So Before Kyle. we, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, so Kyle, uh, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. Uh, but before we get into all this, I do need to read a few things for your listening ears because I'm supposed to. We really can't do a show, so you can find us on www.lomboxcast.com. We are part of the Four Eyed Radio Network, also known as the Fern. For more information, visit foridradio.com. To listen to this show, you can find us on, like I just said, foridradio.com. Also, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Lomboxcast, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Miro Guide, poddirectory.com. That one's new. Double Twist, Slow Radio Player FM, and now, of course, Google Play Music. Yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited for that one. So people, if you if you were on Google Play before, you were listening to pretty much the entire network, but now you can literally just be like, I hate a lot of these shows. I only want to subscribe to shows that I like. Well, now you can. So uh, exactly. So now you don't have to listen to awful arcade bros anymore. Ouch. <laughs> and to be fair, and to be fair, okay, no one can listen to arcade bros right now, anyways, because I haven't put out a show. So, ah, jokes oh, on. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Now they don't have to listen to Life is Shit. Ouch. <laughs> wow. Did a lot of... Uh, lot of but us- you can always listen to Victor wrote a Pokemon podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing there's a little, little animosity here. On this episode. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just messing with you, Steve. You yeah, know actually, I'm not no, I was just about to say, it's actually really funny, because uh, every time on Arcade Bros, I'm always promoting the Pokemon podcast. I'm like, if you're really into Pokemon, you should definitely check this out. Which actually, well, thank you. Actually, I think there might be an episode of Arcade Bros, which is weird, because by the time they listen to this, Arcade Bros would already drop, because Rave and I are apparently going to be talking about The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Uh, nice. Nice. My roommate took four days off from work to play that. 
did they get the Switch or on the Wii U? Wii U. Uh, I was able to get my hands on a Switch. I was so happy. Nice. That's awesome. Um, let's see here. We are brought to you by Revenge Lover. Uh, okay, this one's new. I wasn't expecting this. Uh, let me rephrase that again. We are brought to you by Revenge Lover. For samples and inquiries, visit revengelover.com. Mention you heard it. Mention you uh, heard this ad, and uh, you will receive uh, 10% off your order. Just tell her Steve-O sent you because she has no idea who I am, even though we're friends on Facebook. No, she definitely knows who people are and stuff like that. Um, okay. But yeah, yeah, no, Eric finally gave me the updated version. Well, he didn't give me the updated version. I found it in the show notes when he updated in another show, and I was like, oh, crap, let me put this on all the other shows. So uh, I did that for everything. So yeah, it's uh, even when I went to go read it, it was rough for me, too, because I'm like, Revenge, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, wait, this is where it a different, uh, crap. And then you're like. Yeah, because uh, I'm used to, because I still mention Revenge Lover on uh, Victory Road. I have the mm. old ad format. It's just easier to read. This one here, it's like Revenge Lover, and then. I'm like, oh, stand out from the crowd. I don't know how to read. Okay, whatever. Yeah, no, I'm the same way. Um, like, I don't know why. Uh, I don't know why Eric changed. To- That's right, Eric. We're throwing you under the bus right now. Uh, I don't know why. Eric oh, yeah. To that, but yeah, it's like Revenge Lover. Stand out from the crowd. For samples and inquiries, please visit RevengeLover.com. Mention you heard it on the Four Eye Radio Network to receive ten percent off your order. Yeah, like because it's like. Would it make more sense like- to put "stand out from the crowd" at the end? You know what? I you know what? I think we're going You know what? Fuck Eric. We're editing this. Uh. All right. So, all right, let me let me reread this uh, with the new edit because, you know, and this is not even editing out of the show. I'm going to keep this in here. Folks, I'm sorry you have to listen to this, but you know what? Raven, if you're listening to this, you're welcome for the extra ads. <laughs> all right. All right. Let me see how this sounds. Revenge Lover. See, it needs the designs. It needs the designs. I'm sorry. It needs the designs. So, Revenge Lover Designs. For samples and inquiries, visit revengelover.com. Mention you heard it on the 4Ride Radio Show to receive 10% off your order and stand out from the crowd. I like that. Okay. That, that's the one. Boom. Boom. Right. You didn't see it, but uh, Kyle dropped his mic, but he quickly caught it because he's like, I spent money on this and I don't want to break it. So, um, yeah. Yeah. No. But I saw it. Um, so. All right. So, question for you. I'm noticing here on our next ad, apparently there's a new one. It says copy to come soon. But I'm going to ask you about this. Dolly Pop Cosmetics? Oh, yeah. This is great. So, there's a there's a local cosmetic, like, uh, not super big, but pretty well known out here in Arizona called uh, Dolly Pop uh, Cosmetics. Now, the problem is, is the, the girls, um, we have been friends with them for a while. Uh, they literally paid for their advertising, like, last year. Hmm haven't done any advertising so like they're they're technically their ad stuff hasn't started yet but they still have not given us a copy of what they want us to read and or have given us their own like hey let's us go ahead and read it and we'll just drop the stuff in the show uh so yeah that's uh so dolly pop uh great for what i've seen really good stuff but uh if you guys want us to uh we'll, we'll promote you as soon as you guys give us a script um <laughs> because we even said do you want us just to make up something for you and they're like no no we'll get something to you so we, we are still waiting on that. Um, I'll probably have to actually right. touch on that with Eric again because I'm all like, I, I do want to promote your stuff because you can pay for you know, advertising. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And obviously, last little bit here is Amazon.com. Go to the Sasquatch.net, click on the Amazon banner, and shop like normal. Uh, we'll get a little taste if you do. That sounds really perverted. I'm sorry. No, yeah. Again, did not come up with that one. Uh, um, uh, again, throwing Eric under the bus. 
Uh, can we get the other Eric to design some of these things? Yeah, uh, if Eric, look, if Eric Barry wants to give us advertisement <laughs> stuff, and like this is how you should probably say this phrase and stuff like that, I'm more for it. I'll take any help we can get. But um, according to me, apparently, I didn't have any time this week to watch shows, so it's all like I don't have any time to do anything. I still haven't sat down and been able to do the the reformat of the logos I need to do. I'm like, I have, yeah, like, I still got to do ours, and I'm kind of just like, uh, which is why I had asked you if you wanted me to if you were playing changing the logo, because if we're keeping this logo even well past I'm gone, even though my image is on it, yeah, um, I was going to do something completely different for Longbox Cast, which I have no idea what I would have done, but since that's the case, I'll just reuse this and just figure something out. Um, um, yeah, because I don't want to get rid of it yet, because I do like that logo, and it's also, again, like, you went out, you had somebody do this logo for you for the show and everything like that, so I'm like, I mean, like... Uh, I know, I know, I know. You feel cheated on and everything that, but yeah, I was about to say, Kyle. Really. Like, oh, I was just about to say, like, uh, if it wasn't for you, Kyle, like, the show wouldn't have gotten as far as it did. So it's like, I, I'm, I'm like, I'm probably not, episode twenty. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not the kind of person to be like, oh, Kyle's leaving, so I'm gonna like just write him off. Like, like I said, like, I mean, I'm still, I promote your cat. Like, I promote your Pokemon podcast. I think more than I promote a lot of other podcasts. <laughs> Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Now, uh, I I also appreciate you not pushing me down an elevator shaft like Joey on Friends um, when he was on a show. Oh, yeah, no, no, you're not going to get killed off. What, what we might do, we might do the Poochie one where you're like, I have to go back to my home planet and then from the Simpsons, but. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was a good one. No, <laughs> All but, right. Um, so. Um, obviously, we are back. Uh, both of us are back. It's been a while. Um, I know we've both been busy and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so what have you been up to? Uh, nothing much. Just a lot of work. Uh, got my taxes. I've been paying off a bunch of stuff. Actually being very, very – it's funny to say this now, like being like, I'm actually being very good with my finances this year. Like this is – actually, it's been a pretty good year this year, you know? Things are just going mm-hmm. smoothly and stuff like that. But it was just like, now that I say that, and then I'm like, well, I just spent all this money on Nintendo's. <laughs> so I don't know how that really that sounds about me. But yeah, other than that, everything's going pretty well. You know, just preparing for um, a lot of stuff. Like, of course, May's coming up, and Eric uh, Dewey is coming into town for the Phoenix Comic Con. Oh, cool. So we're going to be nice. working on a, on a thing like that. And um, yeah, so uh, just just the normal stuff, and then I don't want to touch upon too much of it because um, we'll probably go in depth on it on Arcade Bros when we actually have an episode. Uh, I'm just gonna say Arcade Bros coming soon again. Um, we don't know when. It's just like most of those movie trailers were just like soon. You're like, well, when soon? Um, <laughs> leave everyone in the dark. But uh, yeah, other than that, just and then uh, boxes are coming in. I think uh, I have a Superman box coming uh, from the DC uh, core. Uh, or not DC Core, I just combined both of the DC and the Marvel one together, the uh, DC uh, uh, boxes. Um, so we'll see that as that happens in March. Um, I did get the Marvel box this year, or this year, last month, and that was pretty, <laughs> that was pretty stellar. It was like, uh, it was like Versus, so it was like mm, everybody. Yes. So the pop vinyl was very cool. It was a Daredevil and uh, Bullseye pop vinyl, like two yeah, packs. Awesome. Um, that was pretty stellar. Um, I'm I'm thinking again if uh, the, like birthdays and holidays come up and I can rebuy boxes, I'm definitely gonna be like, hey Kyle, here's some more, like, because uh, I think Aww, a lot nice. of these are pretty like freaking cool. So um, yeah, definitely. But yeah, other than that, just uh, just the same old same old. Just trying to keep my head above water, apparently. Mm, I, I know how you feel. Um, 
I just did my taxes as well. Apparently, for the first time, we actually owe money. Ooh, is it is it a lot? Uh, it's about four hundred dollars. Oh shit! Damn. Yeah. So I'm looking at a few options on how to pay that back. Uh, I'd rather not pay it back at all, but um, it is what it is. Shit like this happens, so you know you just gotta try and make a positive out of it. Um, let's see. Uh, not much else is really going on. Uh, I've been working up on uh, Victory Road and whatnot. We're planning up a few episodes ahead, so we're trying to be smart about it. We got a interesting idea for uh, um, uh, April Fool's Day. We'll see how that goes. Oh, I'm like an okay, okay. I can't wait for yeah. that. I'll tell you after the show because I don't want to say anything here because I know oh. like there's like one or two listeners that listen to this and Victory Road, so I don't want to spoil anything. You know who you are, RJ. You are perfectly fine. No, that's what I was trying to uh, get across to Eric on a Saturday, uh, Friday night show because uh, he actually Skyped in because he had that Friday off when it was in Ohio. So he Skyped in and we did like a show like that, which actually worked out pretty well. Nice. Um, so, uh, yeah, but I was I had an idea that was like, I'll tell you off air because we don't want the listeners to know. I want to kind of surprise them with something. So, but yeah, I totally I totally get that. So that's cool. Um, actually, I'm really curious. Um I don't know what you guys know about the Nintendo Switch. I know we're really talking video game here, but I'm actually curious. I want to hear, like, your opinion uh, maybe one time on the uh, Victory Road show. Like, what do you think the capability of a Pokemon game being on the Switch because it can well, be There was an article uh, recently where um, basically one of the creators of uh, Pokemon, uh, he was asked what are the chances of, like, a mainstream Pokemon game coming to the Switch. And he had basically said, Pokemon, the, the main games have always been portable. Because that's kind of the thing. You know, you want the Pokemon yes. to be portable. While, yes, the Switch can be portable as well, he basically said he sees more of, like, off games, kind of like um, Mystery Dungeon or any of, like, the other, like, side games, basically. None of, the, like, okay. the main series games, though. So he pretty much said that the main games are going to strictly stay for like the Nintendo 3DSs and stuff like that, which is good for me because that means I don't have to buy a whole nother system. Um, I was considering getting a Switch just for uh, Fire Emblem Warriors, mm. but they did announce that that's also coming out for the 3DS, so I'm kind of like, eh, I might go for the 3DS, and then maybe someday I'll get the uh, Switch uh, a little bit later on, but as of right now, I have no uh, intentions on getting it so oh no that's, yeah. that's impl- I, I totally get that like basically my that was like my conundrum I was like well if I can get my hands on a Switch then I'll buy you know the new Zelda game for it if I can't get my hands right. on a Switch then I was just going to buy it for the, the Wii U anyways because I have a Wii U so I'm like I can still experience that game but I don't have to worry about like oh my god but I was lucky enough to find one it's pretty interesting mm-hmm. and cool but yeah I was just curious about that like yeah no if it's coming out for like another system and you already have that system I'm like yeah just yeah. get it for that you know that makes honestly well, yeah I totally agree with that. Um, My roommate, she got uh, Breath of the Wild for the Wii U so she could play it, but she also got the Deluxe Edition uh, that came with the Switch. So this way she could actually have some like the bonus. She really just wanted the CD. Oh, okay. But she got the CD. She got all these other really cool things that came with it, a little map and everything. So she's quite happy with it. And she also has a Switch version of the game, which is actually kind of cool. Well, yeah, because when she decides to upgrade to the Switch, she can then have it or whatnot. Exactly, exactly. so she'll already have the game, so it works out perfectly for her. So I'm kind of jealous now because that's actually what I wanted to get was the um, 
that huge bundle one for the uh, thing because I'm like I haven't bought any like silver coins. Uh, apparently, there's two different bundles. There's a big one, and then like I guess like a medium one. She got the medium one. Oh, okay. But she's very happy with it. She got everything she wanted. Um, she's been loving the game. Uh, I think she just went out for breakfast real quick because she's uh, um, hungry. She's been playing since seven o'clock this morning. She again, she took four days off from work it's just this way yeah. she could play this game. And I yeah, don't blame actually- her one bit. Yeah, it's very gorgeous, very cool. And what I like about it, it's very, it's like, it's weird to say that it's an open world Zelda game because most of them pretty much have seen like an open world. I mean, you know, for the, like, how expansive the, those games mm-hmm. are. But this one literally, literally, it's Skyrim meets Zelda. I'm literally like running around. I just found a pair of pants, like, like, literally, like, <laughs> like you would like Skyrim. You're like, oh, new armor and stuff like that. So it's very, like, like into that world and stuff and like it even gets to part where it's like oh, i want to climb up this mountain and you can climb up this mountain i mean like granted you have to be careful when you do it because you only have so much stamina right now like starting out and i think you can level that up but it's like oh here's a mountain i want i need to get over there okay let me just instead of being like in the normal zelda games where it's like nope i have to take this path oh i can't get around there because i don't have bombs or something you know so it's it's very very unique and different with all the new stuff mm-hmm. you can yeah, she was telling me how, like, she could go to, like, any boss, and they're all basically the same level right now. And then she can go to, like, a different boss, and, like, it'll be stronger. Like, so... It, I'm impressed by it. I've never really played a Zelda game. Well, no, I can't say that. I have played, um... What is it? Oracle of Seasons for the Game Boy Color. Yeah. Uh, that's the only Zelda game I've ever played. Other than that, though, I mean, she loves... Uh, she's like a diehard Zelda fan. She's got like all the amiibos. Well, not all of them. She's missing a few, but yeah, she's she's probably like me. Like you come over to my place, I literally have like a bunch of Zelda stuff posters. I have actually a timeline. I mean, the timeline needs to be updated now, but it's basically every link from the first game. I think the last game was like Phantom Hourglass that was on the poster. Like it shows you every rendition of Link and how he looks. So oh, cool. Yeah. Cool, so, yeah, cool. I'm, I'm super stoked. I'm excited for Nintendo. I think they're doing a good job. Granted, a lot of, like, basically you kind of are buying a Switch for that game right now because there's not really too much. Out. I did p- pick up a Bomberman game. It's pretty interesting. I'm actually more curious about the multiplayer uh, aspect of it. But um, right now, I mean, we're still waiting on stuff. I think by the end of this month, we're getting, like, an HD version of uh, Street Fighter Two Turbo, like, remastered for the Wii. Oh, cool. Or not the Wii, uh, Switch. So it'll be interesting. But... Um, of course, uh, we're turning into a little bit of arcade, bro. So, ha, Kyle, in your face. <laughs> we had an episode, a mini episode. Yeah, there you uh, go. But uh, um, very so, cool, very cool. Yeah. Um, so, uh, re- this just happened recently. Um, it came out right before the Logan movie premiered. Um, yeah. So, if you got to go see a Logan movie, you already know what we're talking about. And if you haven't yet, you probably still know what we're talking about. There was a teaser for Deadpool 2, and I'm surprised it was before and not after, but then again, I'm not too surprised because this means that everyone that went to go see the movie saw the teaser, unlike if you put it at the end. You know, I've seen people still walk out of Marvel movies, and I'm like, there's gonna be something at the end, and okay. they just don't care. And they just, I'm like, how, how do you do this? No, no, stay. No, seriously. So, I, I totally agree with you with that. Well, I was the last. Oh, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange was the last Marvel movie I saw in theaters. We're watching. We're sitting there. We, of course, we know credits are going. We're like, there's going to be more. And I see people getting up and leaving. And I'm like, okay, look, when the first Marvel movie did this and people didn't know about it, I, I totally get that yeah. because we didn't know about it. But now it's kind of like a staple 
in the Marvel U- universe of like you wait until that fucking movie is done, you know, and you see what that's going to happen. And people get up and leave. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. I mean, like, I remember uh, I went to go see Iron Man 1 in theaters, and I left as soon as the movie was over with. I had no idea about after the credits until one day I was in the, this was back when I was in high school, and one of my friends comes up to me and goes, hey, you saw Iron Man, right? I was like, yeah. They're like, so how about that ending? And I was like, yeah, it was pretty good, uh, you know, thinking he's talking, and he's like, no, 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 after the credits. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, there's a scene after the credits, and uh, like Samuel L. Jackson shows up, and I'm like, Samuel L. Jackson, what the, what the hell is he doing? And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, no. No, because I've read the Ultimate uh, Ultimates comics, yeah, yeah. and there's a, there's a scene in there. And uh, basically, uh, the Nick Fury Nick Fury's talking to them, and they're like, so if we ever got to be a uh, movie, who would you get to play as yourself? And Nick Fury is like, oh, that's easy, Samuel L. Jackson, because they actually based his character off of Sam Jackson. Oh, that's, yeah. For the comics. So yeah. it's a perfect fit for why they can't. And I'm like, no, no, there's no way. So then I Googled or I YouTubed it and sure enough, and I'm like, oh my God, that's amazing. So ever since then, I've stayed after credits. Even if I knew that there wasn't going to be anything, sometimes, you know, some people lie and say, oh, there's nothing after the credits. And lo and behold, there's something after the credits. Yeah. You- well,. Uh, go ahead. No, yeah, no, I was agreeing with you. Like, I've seen that before. Like, I'll literally be at the movies and I'll go through and be like, is there anything at the end of the credits? And some people will say no. I'll be like, ah, you know what? I'm still going to, still going to wait this thing out. You know, oh, yeah. kind of. So, yeah. Um, uh, one time we went to go see uh, one of the Hunger Games movies. And uh, there was nothing after the credits except for the fact that uh, the Mockingjay goes through all the symbols and changes from like the one pose in the first movie to the second, to the third, to the fourth. Oh, okay. And it's kind of cool looking. Well, uh, we're just—it was me, my wife, and her dad. We were—we went to go see the movie, and we're wait, we're the only ones left in the theaters, and we're just waiting. And I—and usually, if I don't know, I'll quickly do a Google search, seeing if there's anything after the credits of the movie. And I saw that it was just a logo change, and I told them, and they're like, "Do you guys want to see the logo change?" And they're like, "Yeah, sure, why not?" So. Some people, the people that work there, start coming in. They're like, "Oh, uh, there's nothing after the credits. You guys can go." And we're like, "Um, there is something after the credits. We want to see it." <laughs> and, and it's like, "No, no, no. There's nothing." And then, sure enough, it happened. I was like, "There you go. That's what we wanted to see." <laughs> yeah. And so then we actually complained about that. We're like, uh, "They, they were kind of a little hostile. They wanted us to get out of there." I understand they're trying to just do their job and clean up. Mm-hmm. We just wanted to just see this real quick. We got free movie tickets, so lo and behold, complain and you get free shit, people. Um, yeah, that's usually how. Uh, well, it depends on where, when, and where. Ah, uh, no, no. I love your phrase. I was about to compare it to the job that I do, but then I'm like, no. But people complain enough, then our one area will turn around and be like, go ahead and do the thing you need to do with this. So yeah, so kids, if you want anything in life, just complain. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> is that a back scratcher? Yes, this is a back scratcher. Okay, it was just not like, I didn't know if you had a spatula or a back scratcher. And Kyle's like, yeah, so while I do the podcast, now I do a little bit of cooking on a hot plate. So <laughs> I'm, making, I'm making some creme brulee right now, you know. Let's be real here. I've been making pancakes. Oh, I love pancakes, though, so. Uh, who doesn't? Um, yeah. Oh, no, I've heard. There's been people who said, like, I'm like, hey, free pancake day is coming up on IHOP. And I, I want to say, I might be throwing another person under the bus now. Luckily, none of my actual co-hosts listen to any of my shows half the time. So. <laughs> Uh, Matthew, I apologize. I think it was Matthew, but I don't think Matthew likes pancakes. 
Hasn't been a fan. Yeah. He does. uh, Deadpool is not happy. I'm fucking not happy. I'm like, what the hell? Um, Oh, yeah, I really apologize. Uh, I got a new flavor for my vape, um, and it's literally called Winter is Coming. (laughs) Nice. And it's like peppermint, and it's actually really good. But, uh, yeah, I have to congratulate myself. Two months now. Two months now with no cigarettes. Congratulations. So there's uh, there's some milestones, but yeah, um, but yeah, so let's yeah, let's so, talk about Deadpool. Yeah, let's talk about this trailer. So you hit me up. Someone sent uh, like videotaped it from the theater, so you got a kind of a crappy quality. Uh, still very funny, still very good. But then what I loved is the next day Ryan Reynolds comes out and be like, "Bitches, let's watch the trailer in HD and just drop the trailer for everyone to watch." So I'm just like, Ryan yeah. Reynolds is on the ball when it comes to everything with this movie. Yeah. Um. Okay, so what I love about it, it's a, it's a rated R trailer. Uh, it's, yep. a, it's tagged right in the beginning and, of course, attached to Logan being rated R now, which, by the way, I'm hopefully we'll see Logan today, but apparently the reviews and everybody has seen it, they're like, holy freaking crap. Like, why didn't they listen to Hugh Jackman earlier when he was all like, look, well, I think we need to make a Wolverine movie, but I think we need to make it rated R. Um, and in, I don't think it has anything to do with language or violence. I just think he goes, I know the character a little bit, and I know just, like, how he is and how stuff would work. And a rated R Wolverine film would just seem a lot like a smart move, basically. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, this this was great. So uh, I'm, I'm going to let – you know what, Kyle? Since you're – I would say you're probably the biggest Deadpool fan out there. I'm going to let you break uh, down the trailer for everybody. So uh, – nah. Unfortunately, I've only seen this uh, thing twice. I have just been so busy, I haven't been able to really watch it multiple times. But basically, Deadpool witnesses a mugging, and he says something funny. I can't remember what he says when he sees it. And he runs to a phone booth and, like, literally changes like Superman does. But obviously, he doesn't have super speed. It takes him a while to do it. And all the while, you hear the guy in the background just, like, you're like, oh, my God, someone help me. Now, I saw something on the phone booth is written... Nathan Summers is coming, and those those who don't know, Nathan Summers is actually Cable. Oh, so so they kind of just they put little Easter eggs here and there throughout the whole thing, and then by the time it's all done, you hear a gunshot, and Deadpool kind of like peeks out of the phone booth, and he's like, "Ah, shit!" And, and then like he does like the slow motion towards the other way, and like you just see like these paper, like these little plastic bags just flying around, like, and I'm just like. Why? But okay, sure. Why not? And then he gets there. And it's like, oh, oh, god, yeah, nope, I'm too late. Yeah, I love that. He's just like, oh, uh, you know. In retrospect, I probably should have called the cops. You know, should I had my cell phone. Yeah. And I right love there. how he's like, yeah. I love how he's like. And another thing, why the fuck is there a phone booth on the corner right there? I thought those went extinct in like 1998. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but... I'm just like laughing my ass off the entire time. But, oh, it was just so good. And this actually came out shortly after someone had actually made a fan-made Deadpool after the credits scene yeah. for Logan. Where Deadpool's watching it. He's clapping whatnot. And I, I didn't actually get to hear what he said. But all of a sudden, Thor's hammer shows up and kind of just, like, uh, right next to him. And then, like, Deadpool gets all excited a little bit because of it. And I'm just like... At first, I thought that was real. I'm like, oh, my God, are they going to do, like, an Avengers versus X-Men move, which would be epic. Oh, yeah. And uh, I could go into detail on how they could easily do that, but, you know, why would I? I actually, so, I, I would like to know how they would do that uh, because I know 
Hugh Jackman did say he would come back to play Wolverine if he was in an Avengers movie. Now, this is a good way to put all these characters finally together on the big screen, even if they are fighting each other, because obviously they did in the comic books, mm-hmm. and it did right. pretty well. Basically, all you need is at the uh, end of Infinity War, have Thanos use the space and time uh, stones, create a portal to another universe... And basically out walks like Wolverine, Deadpool, and maybe like a few other characters. Like not all the X-Men. I understand you probably can't do all the X-Men because that would just be way too much. But get like the key ones. Like yeah. maybe have Magneto, maybe have uh, Professor Charles Xavier and stuff like that. And just have like a little miniature Wolver- uh, X-Men versus Avengers thing. It would be so good. I guarantee you it would be amazing. But obviously, I mean, that may not actually happen. But yeah. it is plausible for it to happen. Well, we'll see. I mean, Spider-Man did his little cameo in Civil War. Uh, they struck up a deal with Sony. Of course, they've you know that movie's coming out this year, the Spider-Man Homecoming, and it's you know Marvel's pretty much like ahead of it, even though it is by Sony Pictures. But Marvel's like, no, no, no. We know the character. Let us take care of it. And right off the bat, you're still like, even they've retold this story so many times as Spider-Man. I'm already on board with this new Spider-Man film because I'm like, I like the new Spider-Man. We're finally seeing the Vulture, and it just looks like it's finally in that Marvel universe mm-hmm. kind of. You're like this is going to be the, fun. Have you seen the pop final for the full, for the vulture? Oh, I haven't. Yet. Is it pretty cool? Oh, it is sweet looking, and like his wings are extended, so like it's a pretty wide looking pop. Are you sure? Oh, sweet. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna have to get. Yeah, because I definitely want to. I want a new updated Spider-Man um, pop final. So I'm hopefully they make a cool little. I'm actually very curious if they're going to be doing because I I know the next Marvel box is going to be Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Uh, and then I'm thinking uh, maybe with uh, you know July rolling around with the Spider-Man movie, if they're going to drop the uh, if they're going to do like a Spider-Man box again or whatnot, because they did one last year for like Spider-Man villains and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, but yeah, so I mean, there's an easy way to do it. But like right when you, this is what I like about Kyle. I didn't even think of that. Like I'm like you literally just took the easy concept of Thanos, just going oh let me use the Infinity Stones to do this, and I'm like oh that's freaking holy crap that's cool. Oh, I like that. I really do like the look of the vulture in this movie, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's amazing. And I it, it still got a bit of like the original comic book vulture, but a little more updated a little bit, and I love that. Yeah, so but yeah, you you that idea, you were just all like, Oh yeah, Thanos could just do this and create an alternate universe, you know, and have those people and I'm just like, why didn't I think of that? That was such an easy like like pull. I'm like, that's why I have Kyle on the show because I don't think about stuff and Kyle's like, Oh yeah, they could just do this. I'm like, thank you. Genius. Yeah. And then basically Thanos could use that as a distraction, basically, for him to get ready to take over the whole world. And then they settle their differences halfway through the movie, and they all team up and take down Thanos. I mean, how amazing would that be? That would be fantastic, especially if you had, like, uh, what's it called, like Wolverine uh, being thrown by Colossus and then, like, have Deadpool be like, hey, Hulk, do it for me, you know, kind of thing. Or, like, even just do, like, a... uh, just Wolverine and Deadpool. Just have your two biggest Marvel X-Men characters show up. Because I guarantee you, those two alone could easily take out half the Avengers. Oh, yeah, because they can take so many hits and not get hurt and stuff like that with that regeneration. Exactly. So, oh. Plus, you figure uh, everyone wants to see what would happen between adamantium claws and a vibranium shield. Oh, I definitely want to see that. That'd be amazing. That would be so 
like they both just like hit each other and it just stops like it doesn't go anywhere and they both guys you can see both of those characters just giving a look like huh this is new like yeah oh, that'd be amazing um, we would get a finally we would get Wolverine's first appearance of him versus the Hulk oh my god so I mean there was so many cool things that they could do now speaking of Deadpool I'm gonna change the subject a little bit it has been announced that Ryan Reynolds is helping co-write the new mutants uh, movie. Yes, yes, I have I have heard that because Deadpool is supposed to be in that, correct? Yes. Okay, um, which is great because he's doing like what I think is so great about that. If you think about his uh, the first Deadpool movie where he literally goes, well, let me see the positives. You know, there's the first film and then the franchises and then team up movies and like he literally just described pretty much what they're planning on doing with this character, which I think is just great. Um, yeah, now, if only we could actually just get some toy sales with the movies. Oh, do you want... Uh... I want, like, a bunch of different Deadpool toys, but because Marvel is basically stopping Fox movies from getting toys, because we haven't seen uh, any Fox toys uh, for quite some time. That's, I think the last time we saw them was First probably... Ma- oh, yeah, well, okay, so it was for... I was about to, I was about to say... Uh, yeah. X Men Three. Okay, so first class is when they stopped doing it. Yeah, first well, class. Right the- yeah, because uh, basically Marvel wants um, uh, the Inhumans to be kind of like the mutants of the uh, Marvel universe. Mm. So, and they don't. So, like even their comic books, like their X Men presence and the Fantastic Four presence, are very dim, and there's barely anything there. But, and so like another way that they're doing it's like they're trying to stop promotion of the toys. So this way, you know, kids don't know about the movies, even though I'm like, there's commercials everywhere. So you can't stop that, but they're yeah. hoping that it'll limit, uh, the money making for Fox and Fox will be like, okay, here's your rights backs. Yeah. That's... Obviously it's not really working. Well, it's the only person it's really honestly hurting is us fans because could you imagine all the different kind of toys we would have gotten for the Deadpool movie? I guarantee they would re-release that one Deadpool toy from the very X-Men Origins as like a joke. It could be like a limited edition one, like they only made so many, and so many people would buy that toy again just to be like, oh, I want this because of that comic effect in the movie. Exactly. So. You're right, not angry, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Bastards. Uh, no, but yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't even, again, Kyle, again, I he knows shit that I don't know, and I'm all like, "Oh, you're right!" Like, ah, this, damn it, Kyle's like my comic uh, Wikipedia for crying out loud. I'll be like, "Hey, why do they do this?" And Kyle's like, "Well, well, because of this and this." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." Like, Kyle literally can break it down for me, so it's simple. I'm like, "Oh, okay, now I get it. Okay, cool, thanks." I'll wait um, for a day. You're going to be like doing a show when I'm no longer around, and you're going to call me and be like, "Hey, Kyle, why is this going on?" And I'll and I'll have to explain it. <laughs> Yeah, it, yeah. So be prepared for that because that's probably going to happen a lot. Where I'm like, um, why do they do this? Hold on, give me a sec. It'd be like it's like a Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, but it's like instead of call a friend, it's like call a Kyle. Yeah, call a Kyle. I'm like, hey, Kyle, and you're just like, what? You only get one of these a show. <laughs> okay, well, um, uh, so why why is this going on? Uh, oh, okay. Thank you. Well, uh, best part if I did do that, I'd just plug my phone into the board, and then you could literally just like have mini. Miniature cameos in some episodes when I need questions answered. <laughs> there you go. Now, um, speaking of, since we're on the topic of movies and whatnot, did you, uh, not, you saw Batman, Lego Batman, right? Yes. What did you think? I really enjoyed it. Now, if you're a huge fan of the first Lego movie, 
and and you're uh, like even I would say even with people who aren't a Batman fan but like Batman and the little Lego movie where you're like okay this is how he is uh, Will Arnett I think does a phenomenal job in this movie all the voice casting in it was very perfect like there's some people where you're like oh this person played this person you know kind of thing um, they use like all the characters from a Batman comic book. Uh, they put in all these like funny kind of lines, you know, in there where he's all like, what do you mean? I'm not your only villain. He's like, I like fighting around, you know, like kind of stuff like that. I mean, it was just very, I mean, I love the fact that they're flying into the Batcave at one point and the password to the Batcave is literally Iron Man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I died laughing when I heard, I had a pause. I, I'll be honest with you folks. You guys know I hate Batman. So I wasn't going to go and spend money to go see this movie. I literally found it online. And so I paused it. The second he said the password was Iron Man sucks, I just lost it and just started laughing my ass off. So I, I really enjoyed it. Now, um, if you guys haven't seen the movie, of course, spoilers. Um, you know, I love I loved the fact when they went to, you know, I mean, they freaking use, what's it called? Um, oh, I can't remember the name. The, uh, the Phantom Zone. Yes, the Phantom Zone. And you're like, wait a minute. And it's like, this is like, I mean, they've talked about the Phantom Zone like in the original Superman movies, but didn't really go into depth with it. It was just like, oh, I'm trapped in this, you know, area. And they and they touched upon it a lot. And I mean, I think they've done a better job with it in um, Supergirl. Supergirl, yeah. Talking about the Phantom Zone. So, um, but like them doing it in this movie, it like it. Honestly, everything I think fit in this movie for this Lego universe kind of thing. It was just, it was really well done. I love the Daleks. Oh, I love when Joker's like, uh, I uh. Uh, villains, and then they're like, and then he looks at the camera and goes, ask your nerdy friends. <laughs> uh, I also love when he's naming off all the villains on the plane, and he's just all like, he's like, wait, I, I'm pretty sure you made some of those up. He's like, nope, Wikipedia on them. You know, like, look them up. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, 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 they're worth a Google. And it, and I just laugh, because I, like, I recognize half of them. Like, they mentioned Calendar Man. I'm like, that's a thing. Yep. And, and the only one I didn't realize was an actual villain was Condiment King. Yeah. Um, so I, I actually had to look him up, and sure enough, he's an actual thing. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing. So, yeah, I mean, they had lots of good jokes in it. They had lots of – I love the fact where, like, the there's just this one – like, a lot of the funny parts in the movie, um, of, co- of course, not even, like, with the actual movie, but just little side things. A funny part in it where everything's going to hell, basically, in the, the Lego Gotham area. And the one guy just looks at the news report and he just goes, well, time to start looting. And he just walks away. You're just like, yes. This is- <laughs> yep. No, my favorite joke in the entire thing, it was a more of an adult humor joke. And if you didn't catch it, but it was when uh, Robin first meets Bruce Wayne. And for those who don't know, this is actually Dick Grayson, Robin. I'm a little upset with how the character's portrayed. Uh, that's the only gripe I have with it is Robin. But when he first meets him, he's like, hi, my name's Richard Grayson, but my friends call me Dick. And then Bruce Wayne's like, yeah, kids can be jerks. Yeah. I, I was like, oh, my God. Did they just say that? <laughs> like, oh, my God. Oh, man. They, like, it, to me, I was just like, it was just a fun movie. Um, it, it was. It was It was well And I'm going to be like, I'll put it this way. Lego movie, no matter what they make, I think at this point, they have my money because they literally had that teaser trailer for the Ninjago movie. Mm-hmm. And I don't know anything about the Ninjago stuff, but watching this trailer already, I'm like, I'm on board. Like, this looks hilarious. This looks nice. fun. So I think they just do a really yeah. good job with those. Um, I was surprised, though. Uh, Conan O'Brien does the voice of the Riddler. Oh, it was him. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cause- so 
I was looking up like who does the voice of a lot of these things. Like Rosario Dawson does uh, freaking uh, Barbara Gordon. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. It was really um, like, I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. There was also uh, who is another voice that? Oh yeah, Ray Fiennes uh, <clears throat> plays Alfred. Does a fantastic job, and it's funny because you're like, oh, he's also Voldemort, but he doesn't voice Lego Voldemort. No, it was Eddie Izzard who did Lego Voldemort, and I was like, what? Yeah, my wife was pissed. Oh, was she? She, she uh, actually had to babysit, so she took, uh, so she actually got like movie tickets or whatever to actually go see the movie for free. Okay. And so when she found out that he played uh, uh, Alfred, she was like, oh, okay, he must have also done Voldemort. But then Voldemort's name rolls up, and it's not his name. And she's like, why wouldn't you have him do Voldemort if, like, why? Like, you could have easily had him do Voldemort. Easily. Yeah. Um, I also love the fact that they made fun of all the different movies, uh, like, from the past, oh. and they went all the way back. They're like, even that weird one in the 60s or whatnot, and they literally Which showed up. they kept one. the scene. Like, they didn't Legoize it. Like, everything else got Legoized from, like, the previous movies, except for the 60s Batman. They kept that one normal. Because, like, you just got to keep that one normal. Yeah, it was it was fantastic with that. Um, also, there was the, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, oh, what was the term? Oh, yeah. So when they're doing all those like back to the movies, I'm actually kind of hoping. I'm like, I wonder if they're going to release a Lego versus Superman Batman set because I would love to have a little miniature Lego oh, Batman in that cool. armor. I think that'd be kind of cool. But I thought that was great. Where he's like, well, you went through all these phases, uh, and mm-hmm. all stuff. But yeah, I, it's just a very well done movie. Lots yeah, and, of laughs. And he's like, and I've aged phenomenally. <laughs> um. I love that when they do like the Lego, like they kind of make fun of the uh, animated series poster. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that they, one was cool. Um, I love the one-liners. Um, like when Riddler gets captured, he's like, "Riddle me this. What just happened?" Yeah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they did like so many like just cool things. I also love the fact that like Alfred when he dresses up the first time, he's like wearing like the original 1966 Batman costume. Yep. Yeah. Uh, then he also switches into, like, the uh, Kato from uh, Green Hornet, which is actually kind of mm-hmm. cool. So, they, I mean, they literally, like, it was literally like you gave them, you're like, hey, here's a bunch of Batman fans and a bunch of, you know, uh, pop culture fans. It's like, make a Lego movie and go ahead and write it, and this is what they came up with. It's it's basically like, if oh. you and I, they're like, hey, Kyle and Steve, we want you to make a Lego Deadpool movie. We're like, okay, done. Like, we know exactly oh, probably yeah. what to do with it, you know. Oh, yeah. Just don't expect us to actually animate it. We'll write it, but that's about it. Yeah, no. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> um, yeah. but, oh, it was just, it was really good. Like, I actually felt bad for the Joker a little bit. Yeah, there was a, there was a, like, honestly, this was like the first, like, I, and I'm a, you, Kyle knows me. I'm a huge Batman fan. Honestly, I was like, this is like the first time I've seen Batman done very well on the big screen. Like, mm-hmm. like, you, you nailed every cylinder. Um, you you had laughs. You had fun. And then, there, yeah, there was parts in it where you're just all like, I kind of feel bad for the Joker right now because you're – it's like Batman. I, like, in the words of Kyle, like, he already knows you're a dick. But I'm like, you're kind of being a dick right now, Batman. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I love how this is like part – now they don't really mention it. Um, but this is actually part – like, this is like – I guess like a sequel or maybe a prequel to the Lego movie. Okay. Because basically, um, it is. It, uh, I guess what Lego's trying to do is do like do like their own kind of like shared universe. Hmm. 
Uh, and, like, yes, it doesn't really tie in with the Lego movie, but in the beginning when, like, the reporter stating, like, how, like, the whole city's built on, like, this one brick, and if that thing goes, they all fall into, like, the vast emptiness of nothing, which we saw in the Lego movie. Yes. I so think about it that way. Yeah, so it could be – that would make sense now if it was a prequel because he was, like, into, you know, Batgirl in this movie – and then it's mm-hmm. like in the next movie he actually has a girlfriend, so maybe there was like a falling out that we find out maybe because I know they're doing a sequel to the Lego movie yeah. at some point. Yep, that's coming out in 2019, and then obviously the Lego Ninjago movie is also part of the shared universe as well. Very cool. So, so I've, um, I've a lot of movies trying to do shared universes thanks to Marvel. Obviously DC's doing it, Lego's doing it. Even um, let's see, there's the shared monster universe that they're doing. Yeah, there's. Still- um, um, they're apparently. redoing the mummy. Um, yeah, apparently Doctor Doctor Jekyll is supposed to be in the mummy movie. Hold on. So he's not. Uh, he's not. Uh, yeah, like they're like par- apparently that uh, Dracula. What was it the Dracula? Yeah, it's Universal Monsters. Yes. Um, I'm uh, trying to remember. Like... Oh, yeah, you got Dracula. the mummy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you got an untitled, untitled, and there's going to be like an untitled Invisible Man, untitled Wolfman film, Van Helsing, Creature from the Black Lagoon, Bride of Frankenstein. Um, yeah, because they had a Dracula movie. I forget what it was called. Like Dracula Untold, I think, was the movie. That was apparently supposed to be like their kickoff to restart that monster movie, but I think it didn't do too well, so they're they're going to revamp Dracula later. But I think The Mummy is going to be the first one. But apparently in the Mummy universe, there's a... Uh, I forget who's playing it. I think it's oh crap. Who was Superman's dad? Um, was that Kirk Russell? Yeah, or Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Thank you. Um, like I know it was one of the two people. You know, Kirk Russell's in. Uh, he's in Guardians. That's right. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, he, he he looks like I think he's playing Doctor Jekyll, and this is before he becomes Hyde. So I think Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde, is going to be part of that. Universal mm-hmm. Monster universe, which is kind of cool. So I, I, I actually like this. I kind of like that movies are kind of building their own uh, universe and stuff, which yeah. makes me wonder if they're going to do a huge team up with the monsters and then we're going to get like another kind of, you know, Monster Squad movie. Um, another one that's also doing uh, another uh, shared universe, um, Godzilla, King oh. Kong. Yes. Because obviously, and I'm sure you already know all about this, but obviously... Um, the next movie coming out after this is Godzilla 2. Yes. Has Rodan and Mothra and one other one I can't remember. Uh, I believe it's going to be King Ghidorah, the yes. three-headed dragon. Yes. Um, I don't know the how they're going to do that, but then the fourth movie is going to be Godzilla versus Kong. Yes. And, and I already I've... know how to set that. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no. Go ahead first. I was going to say, and I already know how you could set that up. You could basically do... Uh, you know, why would King Kong and Godzilla fight? Because if you think about the first Godzilla movie, Godzilla was more of a protector and seems like Kong is also kind of protector of Skull Island at that point. So they're kind of, you know, just trying to protect what's theirs. Uh, my only assumption is, is maybe somebody designs pretty much a uh, d- the robot Godzilla, Mecha Godzilla in that film, and he starts fighting, you know, King Kong first. And then King Kong, like, rips a part of, like, his, like, skin and you start seeing the armor. And then the real Godzilla shows up and be like, what the heck is this? And they both have to, like you know, t- double tag team this thing or something like that. So that that would mm-hmm. be my assumption to get them kind of like, we have differences, but actually we realized that it was a, you know, just miscommunication because this thing isn't me, you know. 
Um, but yeah, they're definitely building that that universe pretty well. They, they even have like these creatures that kind of resemble the Muto on the island of Skull Island yep. right now. So that universe is definitely tying in together. So yeah, yeah, I'm a huge like Godzilla person. So I'm like this is amazing for me. <laughs> yeah, and uh, one thing I've noticed though is like a lot of the actors are from Marvel movies. Because obviously in King Kong we've got Loki, yes, Nick Fury, yeah. and the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy, yes. And then if you look at uh, Godzilla, you've got Scarlet Witch and yes. Quicksilver, Quicksilver, who were married, but they uh, were married in that, which is a little weird because then they end up becoming brother and sister. So, yeah, um, but yeah, they're they're doing a cool like just I don't know everything in that is just like this is awesome. I'm so glad they're. Doing all these kind of like universal, like, hey, here's our mini universe. Here's our here's all the stuff that we can use and put it together, um, and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, that's that's really really exciting. I'm trying to remember. Ah, oh, crap. What was I gonna say? We're talking about universes, and then I was gonna ask you a question of something. Crap. I don't know what it is now. Oh well. Um, DCW. Um. No, it doesn't. But we can get to the DCW. Um, speaking of the DCW, anyways, again, uh, oh yeah, we'll talk about the again uh, the whole, yeah, um, the DC. We'll do this. The DC Universe movies right now. Um, you guys need to really like. It's I think Justice League is going to be the one where it's like, or well, Wonder Woman will come out, but then it's literally like Justice League. You really need to get your shit together in that movie because if not, I have a feeling you're going to have to do a really weird like soft reboot your universe because like i don't know why but your dcw universe like they're doing it like on point and on justice just like why can't you do this with the Mm -hmm. movies you know it's not that hard yeah now i have a feeling wonder woman is going to be the best dc movie probably and i can't believe even i'm going to say this but for reasons right since the dark knight okay I have a feeling Wonder Woman is going to be the best movie in a long time. Yeah, it it just to me it looks fun, um, and I'm just excited that we're finally getting like a wonder, like we're finally getting like a woman superhero kind yes, of kind like, of. Marvel still has not done a female lead. Like they've already yes they've announced uh, Captain Marvel, which is great, mm. but you guys still haven't even done Black Widow yet. Yeah, DC. One of their first movies that they're doing is Wonder Woman. So what's going on here? Yeah, so I don't know if it's them trying to beat the market of Marvel or DC just goes, no, I think Wonder Woman would be a good character to throw in first and then do the Justice League. Mm-hmm. A lot, you know, Wonder Woman was introduced in you know Batman. Oh yeah, definitely. And you're like, well, there's a lot of people who don't know her backstory. Um, yeah. and that to me, I just think it's going to be a cool movie. Like, yeah, there's the you know the 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 World War One stuff. But I'm really looking forward to like some of the battles that are going to be taking place on you know the island and mm-hmm. all the mythical like creatures and gods and all this kind of stuff. So I'm very about that. So. Now, have you heard that they actually have finally casted uh, the villain Ares for the movie? No, no, no. Who is it? Um, I don't remember the actor's name, but he was in Harry Potter. Okay. He played. Uh, oh, what the hell's his name? Lupin. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, the, oh, okay. Yeah, the guy who could turn into a werewolf and then died. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, the, what was it, Lupin Moon or something like that, Mooney? Uh, no, that's you. Um, no, he had like, I thought his like, last <laughs> name was like Moon something. Um, I'll look remember. it up real quick. 
Yeah, yeah, he married the um, really cute purple-haired chick. Yeah, I know, which really sucked because you're like, you saw her in, like, the Order of the Phoenix, and then she shows up again, like, later, and yada, 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 and then it was like, oh, we're dead. And you're like, what? Um, but, um, uh, Remus Lupin. Okay. Oh, maybe, oh, no, that was his nickname. His nickname was, like, Mooney, something like that, because it's when uh, the one guy was the rat, and he was the dog, um, and they would hang out with him when he became the werewolf. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why the Lord of the Shrieking Track. Well, now my, all my Harry Potter knowledge is coming back. I'm like, oh, now I remember this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, Anyways, cool. So he's so, going to be here. Yes. So um, now on to DCW. Oh, I was actually going to pinpoint one little thing oh, for the yeah, go ahead. For the Aquaman stuff. They're actually working really hard on that movie. They have casted Black uh, Mantis. And, okay, so me already off the bat, and I know you off the bat. Black Manta. Oh, Black... I said Mantis, and I? I? did the same thing at the wine store. I said the wrong wine, and then everyone gave me shit. Uh, Black, uh, <laughs> uh, put him in the fucking helmet, guys. Like, if you're gonna do I this movie... Hel- I, no, I'm I said... Sure put he'll him- be- oh. I'm sure he'll have a scene with the helmet for a little bit, and then it's gonna get, like, broken. Like, he'll be in, like... He's gonna go to battle with Aquaman. He's gonna have the helmet. Aquaman's gonna break the helmet after, like, five minutes of the battle, and then the actor's gonna get his face time again. So I guarantee you that's exactly what's going to happen. They don't need to do that. Um, I think the only time I had no problem with that, I think it was I was walking, was, yeah, watching Young Justice. And then when you find out mm-hmm. when Aqualad is like his son, you're like, wait, what? So, um, yeah. But yeah, so yeah, I just want to point on that. That's like, that's the only other movie that I see that has not been having any problems. Like they're casting people, they're getting people to play these things. And the movie seems to be going very smoothly for the Aquaman movie, which I'm fine with, because I'm like, I do kind of want to see Jason Momoa like in action and stuff like that. Um, but yes, but yeah, let's go to the universe that uh, DC hasn't destroyed. Um, exactly. Uh, we'll go to the DCW universe yeah. now. Um, let's see, Supergirl has been on point. I've been really oh. enjoying that show. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, so great. Um, I know you haven't watched this week, but it starts off with uh, Monel waking up in Kara's bed. He goes, he like turns over to like try and like cuddle her or whatever, and she's gone. Oh. And he's like, where the hell did she go? And so then he wakes up and, uh, or he gets up, goes to like the living room and sees the TV. And the news reporter's like, I don't know what's gotten into Supergirl, but she seems to be in a really good mood because so far she's saved like 10 kittens from a tree, uh, the 20 or like <laughs> five burning buildings and like all these other things. And Monel's just like, huh. All right. That's so that's she comes in with like coffee and donuts and she goes, here you go. And he goes, uh, what's all this? And she goes, oh, you know, just last night was awesome and whatnot. And, uh, he goes, well, you know, just so you know, I do have one little, uh, one little thing I'd like to adjust. And she goes, excuse me. Like, I'd like to actually wake up next to you instead. And I'm like, well done. Well done, sir. Nice, nice. And, and she was like, well, it was finally nice not being able to have to uh, uh, break someone's nose for once. And uh, he's like, has that happened before? And she goes, less than five times. He goes, so four. Four times you've broken someone's nose having sex, basically. Oh, shit. That's... Now, they never actually say sex. They kind of just kind of like hint towards yeah, it. But they never it. I get it. And they do it so well. Yeah. Now, obviously, you haven't seen that episode, but you did see the episode before. What did you think of uh, Mixie? 
I liked that episode. I, I want to see that. I'm guaranteed that character will come back, but I like the idea oh, about yeah. it. All the stuff he did, I like it. Like, again, they're in that universe, and he's like, oh, let me conjure Parasite up again and, you know, like, do all this kind of stuff. And I thought it was a really well done to do the character. Um, I'm kind of excited about seeing more of him, so I did like it. And, and the first time that they actually introduced uh, magic. Mm-hmm. So, like they said, it's like, well, technically it's magic-based. And I really like that in the, in the um, you know, them talking about it because he's like, well, we, we do have some, like, you know, stuff in the archives that might be able to help with this. And you're kind of like, oh, that's kind of cool. And they literally just have like all these boxes with different stuff. Which to me, right off the bat, there you're you're hearing magic. And you, in my head, I'm like, I know they did it in the movie. I would like to see them do it on the show. But it's all like you want to bring in, you know, Enchantress. Yeah, you know, kind of thing. Like with bringing in the magic based stuff. So um, I thought that was really kind of cool and fun. I actually really enjoyed. I know it's been a while, but that Kevin Smith episode they did when they went to that other planet and didn't have their powers. Oh, I thought that was, was so good. good. When was such so, a um, he's doing another episode, though. They really like him. Yeah, uh, directing, I guess. So um, I wouldn't be surprised. I I really would like to see him direct an Arrow episode. Um, I know they've oh. been in talks with doing his character Onomatopoeia. If he could do it, that would be perfect. Because I mean, Kevin Smith used to write for Daredevil, and so Green Arrow. I think he would do. So I think he could do a great job for Green Arrow. Yeah, because he used to write for Green Arrow. He used to write for, you know, uh, some. he did a Spider-Man book at one time. He did the Daredevil and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I, I think if they let I, – I know they were in talks with him. I don't know to direct an episode, but even write an episode. Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, I mean, but then he also keeps getting phenomenal writers to write the episodes that he directs. Like, I mean, the first Flash episode he directed was the guy who wrote, you know, X-Men First Class and yeah. stuff. So it's it, – I mean, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, a DC, like that TV universe of theirs, they're doing, like, so good with. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I'll, okay, yeah. I, hopefully today will be the day I sit down and finally catch up because I need to catch up onto my new addiction, the Riverdale stuff. But we'll we'll get to that. Um, but yeah, we'll go over to Flash. Flash did a phenomenal job. Uh, they did the um, they finally did Gorilla City, and it was a two part episode. Um, the first episode was just I thought it was really well done, and I didn't realize that it was Gorilla City was in Earth Two. Like I literally thought it was just like a universe of just the Gorilla City. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was kind of cool. So, um, but yeah, the guy who does Grog's voice is phenomenal. Oh yeah, definitely. And oh my god, just the CG effects like the show—they were amazing. Yeah, like better than some movies, honestly. I was yeah, I was very surprised with like when the gorilla came in and you know like he's talking and he's doing it, but it's just like it, it's so weird how long we've come for like that kind of production value can be in a TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, I like how they faked uh, Barry's death. Um, oh, I thought that yeah. was really kind of a cool thing. I love that fight sequence I... between him and uh, the other gorilla too. Like that was amazing. Oh, so cool. Like that whole battle was like literally CG. I can only imagine how much they had to spend to get that thing done. Yeah. But it was perfect. And when he had stopped, when they had actually, uh, when he pretended to be dead, I thought he had actually stopped his heart, like they did in That's the episode of Justice League Unlimited, or just Justice League. I can't remember which. One. I think it was just Justice League. But um, when yeah. the Flash had stopped his heart from when he got captured and whatnot, I thought that's actually what they had done. But what they still did though was genius with the whole Killer Frost thing. Yeah, that I thought that was cool because that was like uh, Caitlin said. She's like, "Well, he, Grog doesn't know that I have powers now," kind of thing. So let's play this like that. Because yeah, I thought the same. 
thing too where he's all like oh let me like you know give myself like a like fake my death you know get looks like i have a heart attack in the justice league cartoon show and then that was like when they were on earth too and then like the batman came over and tried to help him and he just like locked him up which i still love like just, i'm sorry but some of the writing was really on point with the with oh, those yeah. the cartoons uh, but oh, yeah. yeah, this was great. I I can't wait for more Grog. I don't know why I like Grog so much. I think it's just just a it's just a unique character, um, mm-hmm. and whatnot. So you got to see the second part. Um, yes. I'm curious how that, I'm curious how that went because now you had three speedsters pretty much fighting against an entire army of gorillas. Now I won't get into too much about it, but they actually find a way to actually stop Grog, and it does. You really don't actually see much of the speedsters going up against the gorillas because they pretty much get out—they're outmatched and they get outbeat really quickly. Okay. Um. Now there is one like at first the three show up and they're facing the army and uh, Barry's like, "All right, guys, don't get caught because as soon as you do, they're not going to let go." So then those two run off in there and start trying to knock them all out yeah. and whatnot, and the Barry's just standing there getting ready. And then he starts running towards them all. Grodd comes up and just like sidearms Barry, oh. slams into a car, and then that's it. Oh, okay. And then all of a sudden, the other two finally get knocked out a little bit later. I'm like, wow, Barry, they, they lasted a lot longer than you. Yeah, that's kind of disappointing, man. I don't know. Barry's kind of. I think. I think what they're trying to show you now with Barry is because Barry's trying to be like. I think he's really training. Um, Ash to be like you're the one that's going to be saving Iris, pretty much like. Uh, kind of thing, and I don't know if that's kind of lacking his, which is weird because like he just did that episode where he's all like, "I have to move this train." Mm-hmm. Uh, like he jumped on the train and then did his vibration thing to push the whole entire oh, train. Oh, so cool! And I thought that was amazing, and I and I even liked that where he's just like, "Okay, you're gonna have to take out this guy because like I wasted all my energy." And then he's like, "I don't know if I can do this," and I love how Barry's like, "I didn't think I could do this with a train, but I just did." So. Your your what you need to do is going to be a lot easier kind of thing, um, mm-hmm. so I did I did kind of like that um, with the thing. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, uh, Flash is just oh god, I just oh, love that show. Good. Now, before I get into um, Arrow and Riverdale, I, and also Legends, yes, I wanted to bring up uh, basically the descriptions for the Flash and Supergirl crossover episodes. Yeah, which I can't wait. Oh, so good. So basically, uh, first episode will be the Supergirl episode on the Monday night. Um, uh, it'll be airing on March 20th. Okay. So we're almost there. Yeah. Basically, it's called Starcrossed. Uh, a new villain, guest star Terry Hatcher, comes to National City putting Supergirl on high alert. Meanwhile, Wynn's girlfriend, Lyra, gets Wynn in trouble with the law. Maggie attempts to help win, but old loyalties get in the way. The music meister, Darren Chris, attacks Supergirl. Mm. But it ends like that. And then the next one, Barry and team are surprised when Monel and Hank Henshaw arrive on their Earth carrying a comatose Supergirl who, who was uh, whammied by the music meister. Unable to wake her up, they turn to Team Flash to save her. However, the Music Meister surprises the Flash and puts him in a similar coma, one that Team Flash can't cure. Kara and Barry wake up without their powers in an alternate reality where life is like a musical and the only way to escape is by following the script, complete with singing and dancing, to the end. (laughs) Okay, interesting, okay. 
Um, the music episode was directed by Dermot Downs. Its story was written by Andrew Kaisberg and Greg Berlanti, with Todd and Aaron helping uh, behind the teleplay. One of the songs was written by Rachel Bloom, who created and stars in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, also on the CW. Oh, really? Okay, cool. Yes. The song Super Friends will be performed by Benoist and Gustin, who, along with guest star Chris, uh, were all on Ryan Murphy's high school musical series Glee. Gustin will also be performing a song called Runnin' Home to You, which was written by the songwriter duo of Justin Paul and Benj Pasek. Wow, cool. Wow, they got a lot of lot of people behind this. This these now this is like a, a two part episode, probably right, where one's on yes. Supergirl and one's on Flash. But okay, so that sounds good. like it sounds like they're going to do the same thing that they did with the other crossover, where Supergirl kind of does its own episode, and then at the very end, it ties into the next. Okay. Um. So, but this will also be interesting because this will be the first time that the uh, Team Flash actually gets to meet Hank Kenshaw and Monel. Oh, that's right. Because in the first crossover back in season one of Supergirl, Flash never got to meet Hank because he was on the run from everyone, so he never got to meet him. So That's he has right. no idea that Hank Henshaw is an alien oh, as well. Yeah. I love um, Martian and, Manhunter. Oh, I can't wait to see the interaction between Martian Manhunter and them. It'll be so cool. So... I am so excited for this episode. My wife has actually started, like, she doesn't really watch the shows with me, but she'll be, like, in the room now. Mm -hmm. So, like, she'll, like, she'll be doing, like, a game or something like that, but she's still in the room. So I think even she's a little excited for this. No, this looks like a fun episode, just. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, I'm super ecstatic for the casting of Music Meister being Darren Chris. Do I wish it was still Neil Patrick Harris? Yes, I do. Yeah. Um, I agree with you on that one, but I do like what they did. They did try to pull like three people from uh, the musical, you know, show Glee. Anyways, so I think mm-hmm. it's kind of cool to see all three of them kind of come back and kind of reunite mm-hmm. uh, of this kind of thing. So that is kind of cool. So I'm super excited for that. But yeah, yeah, oh. I don't make yeah. Neil Patrick Harris would have been <laughs> would have been amazing. Yeah. Um, now they don't mention it on this article, but I have read that um, Professor Stein is coming back for this. And you'll oh really? And you'll love this one. And they're also for some reason I don't know how they're going to do it, but they're bringing in um, Malcolm Merlin. Are they? Yes. So we get to see Captain Jack Harkness from Doctor Who actually sing. <laughs> oh, that is fantastic! Right? Oh my god, I I cannot wait for that. Um... It's funny because, like, when I first started, uh, before I watched Doctor Who and saw him in the show, I was like, okay, and stuff like that. But I think I really like uh, Malcolm a lot better now after watching Doctor Who, just, like, seeing him being able to play this charismatic kind of, like, you know, guy in that show and then being, like, this kind of, like, I will, I can destroy you, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of character. So it's really, it's... Barrowman, or however you want to say his name, but he... Like, if you just watch, like, just YouTube clips of him from, like, Comic-Con or whatever, the dude is a riot. Like, he is, like, down to earth for sure. So, like, I'm super ecstatic. Like, he's even kind of let go a little bit in um, Legends of Tomorrow. So. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
but like there was that one episode where it was more focused on him and um and uh, uh, uh Damien the other guy Damien no. Dark which I thought was a great episode that oh my god that yeah that that I think the episode is called uh uh basically the oh crap Legion of Doom or something like that or Doom yeah, or something called, like that. yeah Legion of Doom that episode was so well done because I liked how it, it, it did focus on Legends of Tomorrow, but it really focused on the villains in that episode. Mm-hmm. And I also kind of like the storyline that's going on with, uh, you know, Reverse Flash, uh, Thawne right now. I thought that was kind of a cool thing mm-hmm. where he's constantly running from fucking the dead corpse of Zoom now. Yes. And you're yes. like, oh, my God. I have a feeling this is going to lead up to next season. Because if Zoom does get his hand, I think Zoom is basically just trying to get some speed force back into him so he can get his body back. Mm, that might, yeah, that. Oh. So I wouldn't be surprised if he eventually actually does come back like next season. Like that's the big bad for the next crossover or something. Well, I know the actor who did play uh, Zoom. Uh, he did an episode of Batman on Batman, which I I I, I think I told you to listen yes, to because it's a really yep. good episode. Um, but he already said he's like, no, I would love to come back. He's like, I absolutely had a blast like doing the Flash stuff. So I know he is on the show right now, the 24 leg- Legacy or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, he he was really stoked to come back for that because even he was like, well, I can't really say anything, but you never know, kind of like up in the air, like, yeah, I'm probably coming yeah. back, you know. Um, yeah. So I'd be so, excited for that. Like the finale or something like that, he'll be back. I'd say I loved uh, on Legends of Tomorrow, like when they when he names them the Legion of Doom, and they're like, really? Yes. Legion of Doom? He's like, yeah, I think I saw like an old Hanna-Barbera uh, uh, cartoon. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. what? How, how is that even possible? But okay. I, yeah, I love I love all the references. I mean, it's so been weird. They mentioned like, I think they mentioned like a Marvel thing at one point. They mentioned a, uh, they did yeah, the they mentioned the Howard the Duck. Stuff. Yes, that's right. I mean, they, Legends of Tomorrow has been like such a joyride. Like it's like you kind of wish like you're like oh you know I love the Avengers movie, but you're like I kind of wish they did an Avengers show. You know like this. You know mm-hmm. like um, but uh, oh and then speaking of speaking of shows as well, uh, uh, we'll, well I'm just gonna I forgot we should have dropped it with Marvel stuff, but yeah of course this month coming out is gonna be Iron Fist uh, in a few weeks. Oh, so I wait next is it? We'll, we'll it's def- two weeks from now. So. Yeah, it's two weeks from now. It's uh, St. Patty's Day when it gets released, the 17th of March, So, which is great because I have that day off, which, of course, I'm going to be doing day drinking. But I'm also like, I have that day <laughs> off. I'm like, I have that day off. I could literally, like, stay up on Thursday night until it hits 12.01 and start binging some of these. So Yeah, uh, because you live in the coast where it'll actually start at 12.01. I got to wait till 3.01. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, that sucks. Yeah. Stupid, um, because Netflix won't release it until, I guess, like, the Pacific time gets it as well. So Okay. I gotta, so stupid freaking Pacific time, I, I swear. Y'all suck. And because Arizona doesn't believe in time zones, or, uh, <laughs> basically, um, you're oh, basically now going to... Oh, yeah? Uh, the theory the yeah, I figured out the theory why we we have our own time zone is uh, I just go, damn it, Barry. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, so oh, that does, not that. much really to report on Arrow besides the fact they have a new uh, um, Black Canary. Okay, okay, so they have a – oh, how many – okay, I swear. Freaking Arrow goes through Black Canaries like – Well, they killed off the one in last season. 
this season, that uh, at the beginning of the season, uh, they did a flashback to Laurel Lance basically saying, do me a promise and don't let the Black Canary die. Basically, you know, yes. just like the mantle of the Black Canary, don't let it die. So they eventually just did decide to replace her with someone else, and they actually found someone who actually got um, metahuman screaming powers from the uh, whole blast. So oh, she okay. has the whole screaming. Her name is actually Dinah. Okay. Um, which is funny because that's what – technically Laurel's full name was Dinah Laurel Lance, but she hated the name, so she always okay. went by Laurel. Oh. Well, exactly. No, like they rarely ever mentioned her full name as being Dinah. So when uh, they finally tracked down this girl with the screaming powers, they're like, so what's your name? She goes, my name's Dinah. He goes, huh, it must be a sign. Okay. Okay. So, okay. So, oh, okay. So they did kind of take, cause that was from the girl who came from earth two that they locked up uh, on earth one. Correct. Well, no, she is now locked up um, in Argus. Okay. And uh, she's going to be staying there for a while. She's evil. Yeah. Yeah. But um, this new girl, she's not even the same actress or anything like that. It's a completely new actress. So it, she fits perfectly. I like her. The whole team dynamic's been great. The only thing that upsets me is the fact that uh, Ragman had to leave for a little bit because he started not liking the way things were being done. Oh, okay. Which kind of upset me because I really like Ragman, and he was amazing in the show. Hmm. Hopefully he comes back, or hopefully he gets his own TV show because that would be even better. Um, you'll see. It also the thing that I hate about like TV production and stuff like that. If they use too much of their budget and stuff like that for a character, they'll be like, okay, well, let's take him out for a little bit and then we'll bring him back and stuff like that. Because it's like, I, I mean, I guarantee they probably waste a lot of money just like you know doing the special effects and you know things blowing up and stuff like that. So it's just like, you know, like I'm pretty sure like what's his like Grog. Grog is probably like it's a big, probably big, you know, money, you know, grab oh, thing. Yeah. Uh, for them, so they're like, okay, yeah, we like Grog, uh, but we can't use him like we wa- want to keep using him. So let's set up story parts for him to come in, work mm-hmm. out for that, and then he can, you know, go away for a bit again. Um, yeah. So yeah, I totally, I totally get that with when it comes to TV. It just sucks to me. I'm just kind of like, hey, DC, maybe just stop doing your movies for a bit and then take that money and put it towards your TV shows because they're doing good. I mean, like, heck, why don't you make a Superman TV show at this point? You know. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, nothing. Uh, Vixen. Okay, yes. They are releasing they're releasing the first two seasons on DVD Blu-ray. Oh, really? Yes. Very cool. Okay, I'm so ex- okay, cool. Those, which would be cool. Um I cannot wait for whenever Constantine starts. Oh, wait, what? Yeah, uh I thought we talked about this. Uh Constantine's coming back. Oh, it is cartoon, coming back. But in cartoon form. Oh, that's even, Oh, is he voicing it? Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, perfect. Awesome. Okay, that's such a great media for this. Okay. It's not so, exactly the media that I would probably prefer, but I do like that it's getting a second It's getting a second life. Okay, so, cool. Get what Vixen got. But they can definitely bring it into other uh, things. I'm back for, you know, like side episodes like they've done before. Yeah, I, I like that. Okay, cool. Um 
Oh, okay, so I'm also excited, speaking of DC and things like that, there's also the uh, DC, uh, the new um, Injustice game, and I believe it's coming out in March soon, and they've been releasing a lot of characters that are going to be in that. I believe, um, what's-his-face is going to be in it? Uh, Dr. Faith is going to be in it. He's a playable character. you got, like, Supergirl is not going to be back in it. you got, like, Clayface. You have, like, all these other characters that are coming into the new Injustice uh, video game that I believe gets released sometime in March. Um, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I absolutely liked the first one. I thought it was a fun game. So I'm looking forward to this one with all mm-hmm. the new villains and heroes and stuff like that and the different costumes and stuff. They've been showing a lot of the finishing moves, uh, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I, I really like uh, – I'm going to be honest, and uh, this is really weird for me to say, but I believe Batman's finishing move in the first game, it was okay like with the Batmobile, but I think I kind of like this one. He does something with like the Batwing this time. So I'm like, okay, I kind of like this one a little bit better. Um, cause I mean like Superman, like all of them had really good ones. Like, especially like, I think the one with Superman now, it's like, he takes him off of the earth space for a bit and then slams him back oh. down. And they literally took the part yes. in, uh, what's it called? They took the, his fighting, that little scene, they took it from uh, man of steel where he's punching Zod in the air. So that's like your finishing mm-hmm. kind of like big move. Like you'll be like, you'll punch the guy fly and then punch him again and then fly and punch him while he's like flying through the air like that. So uh, really kind of cool. I just figured uh, bring that up a bit with all the DC stuff that's going yeah. on. But yeah. uh, that I was really the, that, yeah. I, like I've never really gotten into the uh, games myself, but oh my god, I love the Doctor Fate. Uh, yeah, I brought him up. I'm like Doctor Fate's gonna be in this one. I think that's amazing. Um, oh, so cool looking. So I'll definitely be checking that one out because uh, I do. I did get like the remaster version for the PlayStation Four, so I have all the characters. Uh, I really love Martian Manhunter in it. I really like how they have a skin for Green Lantern where you can play as John Stewart. Um, mm-hmm. is really kind of cool. So I do like all that kind of stuff. They actually brought in another Green Lantern for this one. I believe it's the female one that's in the comics now. Oh, cool. Um, she she'll be a playable character, so that'd be kind of cool. I'm not sure if they're bringing in any more of like different lanterns, like Red Lanterns or whatnot. Um, will be interesting. So. Um, but yeah, I figured I'd touch upon that cause you were like, oh, I gotta leave for a little bit. I'm like, okay, I'm going to talk to this right now. Yeah, No, you're fine. My cat was meowing outside the door to come inside. So I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> How's Stitch doing anyways? He's doing good. He's still a pain in the ass, but uh, yeah. is oh, he, here he is. Is he Hold any bigger? Okay. Oh, you're good. I'll, I'll keep uh, things going for a bit. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's he fine. He just hit underneath my bed. Not coming out for any time soon, but he yeah, because last time I saw him, he was he was still pretty small, so I don't know if he's gotten any bigger. He's a uh, normal cat size now. Okay, well, I'm very confused because I think my cat is actually a runt oh. for a male cat, so he's like really small compared to other male cats, but he has like a huge like tail, which is weird. I know this is exactly everybody wants to hear on the podcast. Is Kyle and I talking about our cats right now? Um, they're like, oh, what about the video games? Oh, there he is. Hi, Stitch. Wow. Uh, yeah, he's, I like his coat. He's really cute. Yeah. And oh, look at him. This damn fluffy tail of his. Oh, you got the fluffy tail. Yeah, mine's just like a straight, like, boom. Oh, yeah, because he's, he's yeah. a little bit of a long-haired cat, right? Oh, yeah, he's definitely a long-haired cat. Uh, he's got a swift yeah, uh, tail. Toby, yeah, Toby is definitely a short-haired cat or whatnot, but, oh. um. Yeah, it was just yeah. So well, this is our new segment on the show is cat talk, where uh, Kyle and I just I talk it. about our cats for a little bit. Coffee, comics, and cats. Oh, coffee, comics, and cat. Oh, that you know what I like that that should be literally like a 
That would be like if we had the production value and lived in the same area where we could literally do a YouTube short of that where Kyle and I would just be like, so the comics this week and the coffee this week and also the cats this week. Okay, so Constantine getting its own uh, cartoon series. Yep. So that's good that Constantine has found new life. Um, I still have to watch that Justice League Dark. That still looks pretty pretty amazing. Um, and I'm trying to think. So we're talking about Arrow. Okay, so yeah, Legends of Tomorrow. Um, I'm trying to remember the last episode I saw. I saw the Civil War one mm-hmm. um, where, uh, oh, God, his name is, he's back. Um, Rip, Rip, Rip is back. Rip Hunter is back. Um, I really like, okay, I have to say, he does not get enough credit, uh, the guy who plays Rip Hunter, because he was phenomenal in Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. And then you play this character, and you're just like, oh, and then now he's like kind of, evil uh now and you're like oh my god he plays like all these characters really well oh yeah definitely even when he was doing his english accent like literally just talking like an american in the one episode with george lucas i was like that's pretty good you know um but yeah i i'm definitely digging legends of tomorrow i think they're doing a really phenomenal job on that one so what what happened in the most recent episode i think i watched all of them except for that one Uh. Um, well, there was no new episode this week. There was uh, the last episode. I'm trying to think. Um, oh yeah, they had gone to Camelot. Okay, yeah, I have to watch that. That's the one I have to watch. So, yeah. um, um, it was a good episode. Uh, you got to see Star Girl again and Doctor oh, Midnight. Oh, cool. So that, yes, that was awesome. Uh, I won't get into too much of it, but. It was definitely a really good episode, and it ends with uh, them actually capturing uh, Rip Hunter, and he's now their prisoner. Oh, okay, cool. So they're going to try to hopefully, yeah. you know, unbrainwash him, aka fix his. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. It's like you fix his, like they were fixing, like changing, like things in his memory, uh, mm-hmm. which was the league was doing, which was kind of cool. Yeah, which... um... yeah. So another great show, mm-hmm. Riverdale. Oh my God, River! I am obsessed with Riverdale. Um, oh, I, I, I've gotten to the point where I kind of, I, I'm kind of been sitting down and almost writing my own show, uh, using <laughs> using the Scooby Doo characters. <laughs> There's I actually kinda, a scene in the most recent episode where Jughead and um, Betty are trying to figure out things, and someone goes, "Well, we don't have enough time for the whole Scooby Gang to figure this shit out." So, oh, that's amazing. Um, yeah, um, I, every single every single episode, it's very good. Okay, so my favorite character in uh, Riverdale is Jughead. Oh, yeah. Um, and you know what's really sad, though? Watching him in that show now, I was kind of like, if he played that same character in Batman v Superman and he was Lex Luthor, I think the movie would have worked better for Lex Luthor at that point. I think he would have been a better, like, kind of guy where he's like, I know I am the smartest person in the room. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be smug about it, like he is, kind of like in Riverdale, and I, it, it's, it's just great. But I think the last episode I saw was literally okay. The, the twist at the end, yeah. So spoilers. If you haven't watched Riverdale, stop listening to us now, and go watch. The, I believe there's like six episodes right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the one episode we find that Jughead's dad was, and you're just like, what? Hold on, you got cut out there for a second. Could you repeat that? All right, that was fun. My uh, computer, my laptop decided to be like, hey, guess what? You're no longer connected to the internet, but everything else was. So I had to unplug the router and 
get all that situated. All right. Um, okay. Let me know when right. you're. Now you're good. You were saying your last uh, episode of Riverdale uh, yeah. that you saw. Uh, well, the last one I saw was oh – God, I'm trying to remember what the last one was. Well, it was before – oh, the last one was the funeral. Um, but the one before that, they did a twist at the end of the show where you find out who Jughead's father is. Yes. And I was like, holy crap. Like, this show just keeps, like, grabbing me with stuff, and you're trying to figure things out. So, yeah, so it was the funeral one where you kind of find out a little bit about uh, Betty's dad and the relationship with um, – uh, Jason's parents and everything like that. So you're kind of like, oh, okay, this is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I absolutely love it. I think it's great. Oh, yeah. Um, like, you know, the funny thing is, like, I I don't care for the Archie comics. I don't really even call them comics, in my opinion. I, I don't really don't think they're worth being called it. So, but this is just, like, on a whole nother level. I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And yeah, I, and I just don't know how to describe it. It's so good. Basically, I keep telling people, I'm like, take the Archie characters, and it goes, okay, and I go, and then put it into Twin Peaks. Yes. that That's the best way I can describe it. But yeah, like, after watching this, I'm kind of like, I was like, I kind of want them to take more properties and make, like, more shows like this. I mean, this is very well done, very interesting. Um, I know a lot of people are, like, complaining who read the Archie, you know, comics. They're like, oh, Archie comics must be lighthearted and stuff like that. I'm like, I'm sorry. But if they did, like, a Riverdale that was all, like, like the actual Archie comics, I would not be watching the show right now. Like, it just yeah. holds me just because it has this cool mystery thing that's going on right now where, like, you kind of think you know where the show's going to go, but they keep dropping these twists and turns in it that you're like, holy crap, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I mean, especially when you find out about, you know, Jason's body where it's like, no, it was, it was frozen. It was kept somewhere and then dumped. And you're like, wait, what? Like all these just keep coming up with this show. That's amazing. Um, So like I said, like my favorite character is Jughead. Do you have a favorite character right now? Or do you like certain people? Um, I like Jughead. Uh, I don't, I don't know if I like have like a favorite uh, Archie. uh, I don't know. I like, I like them all. You know, like, yeah, they all have a good mix and balance. I do. I did like this on the funeral episode. There was the part where Jughead shows up. And he's kind of like in a nice suit. And he's like, I kind of did my best. And him and Betty share this like kind of glance with each other. And I literally was kind of like, I kind of want them to get together. Yeah, I, I, I think I think uh, they both could probably use that right now. And I think they're I just honestly, I don't say this often, but I think now since I'm in a new, you know, I changed my outlook on stuff and not so bitter anymore, but I'm just all like, I think they'd be cute. I like this. I kind of want, I want to see a relationship with them. Of course, I also don't want to see a relationship because of course, with these kind of shows, something will happen and they'll break up and they'll be just like, you know, like, no. Um, Who'd you say you wanted to see together again? uh, Betty and Jughead. Okay. Um, Keep watching. Oh shit. (laughs) Oh, yay. Oh yeah. I'm definitely going to, watching so um now do you have any uh i figure uh we could touch upon if you have any theories um what might be going on what's all this thing are you are you still kind of like you know what i'm still waiting for this show to like give me a little bit more information i'm waiting for it to give me a little bit more information um you actually do get a lot of information in this past episode okay um you finally do actually get to meet uh betty's sister oh okay so Keep an eye out for that. Um, but yeah, so it's 
I don't really have any theories, honestly. Uh, I'm intrigued to see where it goes. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's very cool, and I like it. it. What's really funny is like I'm sitting there going like, man, I feel bad for all the kids in Riverdale. It's like all these all the parents are like just total fuck ups. <laughs> they all have like a like they all have these like seedy like past and like un- uh, alternative motives and shit like that. And it's like the kids are just caught up in this like mess that's been going around. I mean, literally like Betty's dad brings up, he's like, well, so-and-so killed my, your great, great grandfather out of a bit. And you're just like, Oh my God. Like mm-hmm. you guys are like literally having all these issues for so long ago. And now your kids are have to deal with this crap. I'm like, ah, yeah. You parents are the worst. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. It's, it's fun. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I can't wait to see how this thing goes. I'm intrigued to see what they're going to do past the death of Jason. Like, how do you go past this? That's what I'm thinking. It's like, you hit us with this right off the bat. It's like, where do you go from here? But then you know what? It's done by the same guy who's doing, who's like the, you know, doing the stuff for the Flash and Supergirl Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, they gave us so much in Flash that after that first season, I'm like, how how do you go from here? Right. Now... um, before we finish up the episode, I do have one comic book I want to talk about. Okay, perfect. Is this the second issue of? Yes. Nice. The second issue to uh, Power Rangers Justice League. I'm wearing my Power Rangers shirt just for the occasion. Nice. Um, so it starts off, uh, you got all the Rangers basically huddled up back to back, minus Pink because she's carrying Batman off. <coughs> and so... Yellow Ranger's like, you know, uh, where'd the red one go? And the guy's like, I think he vanished. And then Billy's like, no, I don't think so. I think he's just too fast that we can't see him. Um, and so then Green Ranger's like, well, why hasn't he attacked us? And then Blue's like, I think he's just trying to watch us, assessing us. Um, and then they're like, Kimberly, do you still have the other one? And she goes, yeah, I still got him. But guys, there's someone up here with me, someone flying. And they're like, flying in what? She goes, just flying in the air and it's Superman. And he's kind of like, miss, I'm going to have to ask you to land your pterodactyl. Oh my God. That's amazing. Okay. So Superman goes and get, Oh, that's gotta be crazy for them to see. Cause they're just, they're, that's so weird with the power Rangers. They're like, we're so used to just normal monsters growing yeah. and us. Finding it and, stuff. and they're like, uh, we've never dealt with someone who actually could fly. <laughs> so then green lantern shows up. And this is obviously, uh, John Stewart, green lantern, just a heads up there. Awesome. And he's like, what are we dealing with, Flash? And he's like, I, um, he's like, from what I overheard, I don't think they're from here. They have no idea who we are. And then Green Knight's like, they attacked Batman. And Flash's like, if I didn't know who Batman was, I'd probably attack him too. <laughs> uh, uh, good old, good old Barry. Okay. So then, you know, uh, Green Knight's like, all right, I'll restrain them, and uh, we can ask them some questions. And then the, the Rangers are like, it's some type of containment field. Like, let's just bring in something that can't be contained. And like they summon up their Zords. So Mastodon, Triceratops, Sabretooth, Tyrannosaurus, and the Dragon Zord show up. Fair. Flash's like, so that just happened. <laughs> um, so then like, like they start firing and attacking at the Green Lantern. Um, and basically knock him out. Cyborg shows up, um, and he, and he's just trying to attack him with like his attack beams. 
So, like, they're still fighting and whatnot. Flash comes around, uh, phases into the Dragon Zord, and pushes the Red Ranger out. Oh, wow. Oh, wait. Okay. So, not Dragon Zord. Tyrannosaurus, my bad. Okay. I was about to say, I was like, oh, did they go with the the second season or maybe the third season of Power Rangers when they, like, had to fight Zed and they got the new Zords? No, no, no. This is still the original Zords uh, from the first season. But basically, uh, the Flash phases through. uh, um, the T-Rex Zord and kind of like pushes the Red Ranger out. That's and funny. Superman comes up. Superman comes up to Flash like as Flash is about ready to punch him. He goes, wait. And he's like, huh? And then uh, Jason gets like a intercom thing from Kimberly and says, Jason, stop fighting. These aren't the bad guys. And Jason's like, Kimberly, if you're wrong, he goes, trust. And she's like, trust me, I'm not. And he, she's like, I just had a pretty intense conversation. You see her wrapped up in the lasso of truth being held by Wonder Woman. Oh, that's great. Okay, cool. So, yeah. So, and like, so yeah, I guess this is kind of my fault. Sorry I attacked you. And the Black Ranger talking to Batman. He's like, in my defense, you look scary as hell. And in our world, good guys generally don't dress like bats. Also, good guys smile. <laughs> Why don't you smile? <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, like, uh, one of them was like, who are you guys? And they're like, oh, we are the Power Rangers. We're the Guardians of the Earth, another Earth, another dimension. And they explained that their base of operations was attacked and their teleporters were damaged. Zack was accidentally teleported here. We followed to bring him home, but we can't return yet. And they're like, why not? Because I didn't come to your dimension alone. I accidentally brought a great threat with me. Uh, Then you start seeing Lord Zed. He's... Uh, floating in space, and then he gets uh, basically uh, teleported onto an alien ship. And uh, basically, he sees like these creatures or whatever. He's like, What is this? Where am I? Answer me. And they're like, Please calm down. Uh, don't draw attention to us. He will notice us. And he's like, Who will notice? And that's when you see Brainiac looking into like one of his little bottled cities. Oh, yeah. So that is like stuck in this bottled city. And he's like, I am Lord Zed. I will not run or hide. And he, like, grows to, like, normal height because he has that ability. Um, He's the same height as Brainiac. And Brainiac's, like, very fascinating. Um, And they realize that they're very similar. They have a lot in common. They both want the universe. I want to rule. You want to put little bits of it in bottles and destroy the rest to each their own. Um, and so then, like, Zed taps on the glass of one of the bottled cities, and Brand's like, please don't tap on the glass. The civilian, the civilization hates that. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Okay, cool. So then Zed's like, your heroes of your, the heroes of your Earth have always stopped you from getting what you want. I can relate. But it sounds as if our goals could align. Brainiac's like, how so? And he's like, well, here's the thing. You want a city of Earth to add to your collection. Does it have to be a city from this Earth? Ooh. So Brainiac's intrigued. He's like, I seek knowledge above all else. I would like to see this other dimension. I believe it would be expanding. And so, like, they're like, all right, well, let's team up. And But uh, Zed's like, I just need some of the creatures from your bottle habitats. Mm. So then uh, you go back to, like, the heroes, and they're like, I'm glad we had – I'm glad cool heads prevailed before this went too far. 
And like, yeah, diplomacy would have been a lot harder if we'd squished one of you with our zords. And so then Batman goes, the last robot dinosaur that attacked me is now mounted as a trophy in my cave. <laughs> so then Zack's like, see, I still don't get how I was supposed to know you're a good guy. Yeah, really? <laughs> so Superman's like, I'm sorry, Batman can be a bit intense, especially when he's trying to intimidate new people. But he's, and then they get cut off. Cyborg's like, there's something. And they're like, what is it? The internet just exploded. And uh, Superman's like, I can hear it. The whole world is talking. And the Flash is like, what are they saying? And then and they go to, they're saying monsters. They're attacking cities all across the world. And like you see like these giant like, like octopuses, I guess you want to say. Like you see one attacking Tokyo, Japan, one attacking uh, Australia, Egypt, Ireland. And then Superman's like, we have a full-scale planetary invasion. We need all Justice League members and reserves on every continent. And Batman's like, and like points to Black Ranger, and he's like, you, you brought this here. And so like, they're like, yes, and we'll help you fight it. This is what we do. And you see them like all lined up and like ready for action. It's really cool. Oh, nice. So I am loving this series. It is absolutely amazing. And I just noticed there's an ad for a TV show we forgot to mention. Mm-hmm. All right, Powerless. I have to watch, I think, the newest episode, but the two episodes that I have seen so far, I really enjoy this oh. show. Oh, it is so good. Like, it's refreshing. It's it's like a nice break from the DCW, which I you don't really need a break from it, but it's like a nice little sideshow. It's super funny. Um, So many Easter eggs throughout the entire show. Oh yeah. Um, though I I did I did nitpick at one of the episodes. Okay. And this is my nerdness coming through or whatnot. When they they were doing this, uh, basically kind of like your fantasy football leagues, but they're doing it with superheroes. <laughs> uh, I think I know what you're talking about. It, with the Flash and yeah. uh, I was like, why would they be fighting? Yeah. Um. Because like my wife watches it with me, and she she thinks the show is funny too. So when that that scene happened, I started laughing my ass off. She was like. How was that that funny? I'm like, well, for starters, the Flash. I was like, Sinestro is a Green Lantern villain who just trapped the Flash in a Superman prison. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I was little. I was like, oh, that that's a little weird. I was like, okay, yeah. I, I get what you guys are doing, but but like, it didn't really deter me because I guess people got really mad at an episode. They were saying like they referred a a GIF, you know, those animation things for your phones and. TV, yeah. they refer to it as a like a, a GIF, mm-hmm. and people are like, oh, I can't watch the show anymore. And I'm like, well, they literally just destroyed uh, entire like they put a little piece of continuity like all in one thing that was completely like, like no, this would never happen. I th- this would only happen if it was like no. the Justice fighting. Here's the thing. Here's my theory for it. Maybe okay. Flash and Green Lantern they've been known to be best friends. Maybe Sinestro put Flash out of commission for like they said, a year because he wanted uh, direct access towards Green Lantern without having to worry about the Flash trying to save him. Oh, this is is why this is, this is Kyle. Kyle's the voice of reason. Thank you. You (laughs) you explained it. I was like, okay, yeah, now that makes sense. Now I'm not angry anymore. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah. I was like, okay, Steve, remember this relationship? Yeah. And this happens? Yeah. 
typical kind of cartoon show where it's like, I need to get to the Green Lantern, but I have the Flash, haha, you know, kind of thing. And you're like, oh, oh, mm-hmm. now, now it makes sense. Okay. But yeah, I love the show. I think it's great. Oh. I like uh, Alan uh, Tudyk on it. I think he's great. Oh, yeah. Uh, this, they're all great. Like, um, I see you said you only seen the first two episodes. You didn't see the Henchman episode, did you? No, I haven't seen the Henchman episode. All right. I'll just put it this way. Um, uh, Vanessa Hutchins' character, she finally starts dating, and she ends up actually dating a henchman. <laughs> That's fucking genius. And it's a Riddler henchman. Oh. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I'm catching. I got to catch up. But yeah, okay. That, that, okay. That's your third episode in, and you do that. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but they have okay. so, like they have so many great Easter eggs throughout the whole thing. I'm trying to think of one, but I mean like the fact they threw in like Crimson Fox, yeah, as like one of the heroes for the city. I was like, oh my gosh, there's Crimson Fox. I, she's it, uh, kind of like an actual hero, like you know. And so like most of the stuff you see in there, it's not made up for the show. Like that they say are actual things. Um. I like how they were like, oh, uh, this isn't one of our products. This was a LexCorp's product, and we're just trying to steal it, basically. Yeah, like, they, like that's what I liked about the – that's what I think is really cool with DC is the fact that they own pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, right, so they don't have to worry about that whole, like, you know, like, we can't say this person because this person's over here on this network and whatnot. So I yeah. think it's kind of cool that they're able just to be like, oh, no, yeah, it's from LexCorp. And you're just like, oh, that's fantastic kind of thing. So mm-hmm. – um, but yeah, they they're doing a really good job on that one. Um, uh, yeah. The powerless, the show. That's just that's just fun. Um, did you see the episode where like they're trying to figure out the one guy if he was a superhero or not? No. Oh, okay. No. So I'm 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 behind on two episodes now. Yeah. Um, there's basically a guy in the office that they think might be a superhero, so they're spying on him, trying to figure out if he is. And when you actually see him in his superhero costume. You're uh-huh. kind of just like that can't be real. Spoiler alert: that hero is real. They are deep. They are diving deep into like the bucket, scraping out whatever's left and going with like the most obscure villains or heroes ever. And th- it's just so weird, but cool at the same time. That is, well, it's it's kind of like given these old uh, superheroes that probably have like not had a comic or maybe just made cameos or something like that, like a kind of like a new light. Well, these are a lot of heroes that were from like the late '80s, early '90s, the great the grunge area of comics where like people just didn't care that much about them, and uh, you can find these comic books anywhere for, for like a dollar usually because like everyone like kind of like overordered them, and so there's just like a shit ton of them. But wow. It's still just so cool just seeing all these. Yeah, that that's really – I like that. That's really fun. Um, but, yeah, Powerless is fantastic. Um, so, yeah, so definitely if you guys haven't caught up on that, definitely check that out. It is on Hulu. Like, you just go to NBC and grab it. And I don't yeah. think NBC removes their shows, uh, like, because I know the CW did that. But CW does have this going on where once the show does end its series, like their season or whatnot, it immediately goes to Netflix the next day because that did happen with one of the CW shows. I guess they ended their series or not a season or series, but uh, I think it was like uh, No Tomorrow or something like that. Yeah, two of them. It was No Tomorrow, and I can't remember what the other one was, but there was another one because I was just uh, searching through Netflix the other day, and I saw the two on there. I was like, oh, 
Yeah. That was uh, quick, but okay. That was, yeah, that was real quick. Um, the only one thing I have a problem with the CW app, it's not a big gripe, but I hate the fact that I'm watching a show and then you're showing me that show commercial. I'm like, well, yeah, I already know about this show because I'm watching it. Like, stop. Oh, yes. That, that Especially, like, um, I'll be watching The Flash, like, a day later sometimes because I missed it. Yeah. And they'll be like, oh, uh, and, like, they'll show a preview for the next episode. I'm like, whoa, 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 why are you guys doing this? Yeah, that, that happened to me. That's, I was like, oh, yeah, because all of a sudden they're like, oh, Gorilla Grog is coming back. And I was like, oh, I okay. So now i gotta, I got to finish this episode to find out why he comes back now. But thanks for the spoilers. Um, oh, CW. it was uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, I believe, is now on Netflix as well. Okay, so that sees that their third, their second season or third season has ended second, or whatnot. Second, I believe. Okay, I've never seen the show. Is it any good? Yeah, I haven't seen it either, but I've heard great things. Um, uh, now I don't know. Do you watch um Adam Ruins Everything? No. Okay, great show by the way. Uh, he, he super great show. I listened to his podcast. Uh, the actress from there, Rachel Bloom, she's a riot. Super funny. Um, not bad looking by the way. Um, but yeah, so definitely check it out. Um, I know one of these days I'm gonna get a chance to watch it. So yeah, that's yeah. the other problem. There's just so much content that's out there now. Oh, yeah, and it's literally yeah, it's like jump on, one. you jump on Netflix. You're like, oh, a brand new series. This does look interesting. Well, I'll add it to my queue, but I'm not sure when I'm going to get to it. Um, like I know as soon as Iron Fist hits, that's gonna take top priority over everything. Exactly. Um, but there is something I do want to say. So speaking of Netflix and stuff like that, we can uh, kind of close out the show. So speaking of like Deadpool and everything, they had they were talking about casting for Cable, and they mentioned the the guy who played the sheriff in uh, Stranger Things. What do you think? I've never seen Stranger Things. Oh, um, okay. That's enough, uh, that's one of the shows on my list that I have to watch that I just, um, just haven't had the time for. Yeah, I would say you and your wife, uh, when you guys get that free chance to sit down and watch it, it's, it's only eight episodes. Um, mm-hmm. I think it'd be right up your alley because I really dug it. I didn't think I would like it as much as I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I say get a chance. Actually, I would. you know what? I would say do this. This would be the smartest thing to do right now mm-hmm. is I would wait until when the next season is going to start binge the first season so you don't have to wait that long and then you can jump into season two um i know yeah. it's a long out because i don't think it's coming out until like uh, october i think halloween yeah um, yeah i remember the but, uh super bowl ad for it so yeah i would say that would be your best bet because then that, you'd be like my buddy patrick who literally ended up catching up on game of thrones and then he's like when's the next season come out i'm like this year he's all and he goes oh man i'm like no no no. we had to wait a year for this season <laughs> Like you just binge watched all of them with no problem, so I'm like, shut up, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of thing. So I, I would say, yeah, because I can give you time to catch up on a bunch of stuff, and then you can sit down and watch it. But yeah, um, watch the first episode if it hooks you, like it did me. Then great. If it doesn't, then it might not be your thing. But I think I think it would be your thing. I mean, if you're digging Riverdale and stuff like that, this is definitely something right okay. up your alley. Yeah, definitely. And I'm and I'm gonna do my best never to spoil anything for you for that show then because I <laughs> I would hate because like. It came out, I watched it, and then you started seeing all the stuff come up. I'm like, I'm so glad I watched the show. And, like, if you really have no idea what the majority of the stuff is about and kind of going mm-hmm. in with a clean slate, kind of like I did with Doctor Who, um, it, it's phenomenal then. Okay, yeah, I'll definitely check it out. Uh, but I think that's about a wrap for the show. Um, 
Yeah, we, um, had so lot, we had a lot to talk about, and I think we did a pretty good job. Uh, but our listeners, you guys can be the judge of that. I know you guys can be non-existent, so I don't care what you say. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that, I think that's definitely going to wrap up this episode of Longbox Cast. But uh, yeah, no, we had a lot to talk about, and of course, uh, we're going to have uh, Logan's going to Logan's out, so I'll be watching that as soon as I can, and then also the new season of. Um, uh, Iron Fist will be coming, so Kyle and I, of course, will definitely have plenty of content to talk about within the next day, especially with Iron Fist. We'll probably just have an entire episode just dedicated to Iron Fist. On game. Uh, yeah, that's that's going to be fun. And then, um, and then, yeah, we're going to have Kyle. Kyle's going to be Kyle's going to be coming back in guest spots and stuff because I know when Defenders hits, I'm game. I'm you're coming back on, so uh, we can talk about that. I'm telling you this right now. I'll be back for Defenders, and I'll be back for Deadpool too. Okay. Yeah. No. Like literally, all you have to do, Kyle, be like, hey. I want to be on the show this week. Done. Because I realized we did this Skype episode the other night with Eric, and I had another person in the studio, mm-hmm. and it worked out phenomenal. So we can definitely do it with no okay. problem. So I'm like, any literally, Kyle, you could be like, hey, I want to come back and talk about something. I'm like, done. Deal. Like, the door's always open. Like, I'm not going to be like, no, you can't come on. I'll be like, get in here right now. I literally would be like, well, I'm, hopefully- I set ninjas to your place. They're kidnapping you right now. Get over here. <laughs> And I hope we can actually do an episode where all three of us can do one, like, before I leave. Uh, kind of as, like, a transition yeah. episode almost, like me passing the yeah. torch. Yeah, I hit I hit up Joe, and he was totally down for it. I just know he said he was busy um, the past two Sundays so far. Um, but yeah, he that's fine. totally down. Yeah, um, that's fine. I mean, we still got, let's see, we got 96, 97, 98, 99, and 100. So five episodes left. Yeah, and then we'll be giving away our long box box, which is going to be nuts. So. no one has bothered to give us a backstory, so I think you might need to change the rules on that. Okay, well, what I'll do is uh, – ooh, let's see. I think we should just do the classic uh, follow us on Twitter and retweet. Do like a uh, Facebook one where it's like uh, like the post, comment on it, and share it. And then okay. we'll pick one winner. Uh, we'll put all the entries together into like one giant pool, and then we'll just pick one entry from that. So it's not going to be like one Twitter winner and one Facebook winner. It'll be one of the two. Okay, I ex- okay, I like what you. So yeah, if you uh, we'll put something out, and if you tweet it, share it, and like it, and comment it, that's already you have your name in the pool for four. So you have four chances to win this box then. Does that make sense? Sure. Eh. Um, just make sure you're at least following us and you retweet the tweet. I think that should be, like, the main thing right there. And then, like, um, that should be the main one. And then, like, if you want, like, a bonus two entries, uh, then on Facebook, just uh, basically just share the post and comment on it. And that'll be the main thing right there. So Yeah, uh, yeah I was trying to do, like, the so pop button. Yeah, so you get like three chance. You you can get up to three entries mm-hmm. for the uh, um, for this contest. Uh, so just keep an eye out for that. Hopefully, we'll get to it soon enough. We'll see what happens. But yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna try to make that top priority right now. In fact, I'm putting a thing in my phone right now uh, to remind me about this stuff. So when this episode drops, I will put something out there for everybody and we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. So before, and then when the 100th episode will happen and Kyle will read off who wins that long box box, then we'll get all the information from you people and we'll send that out to you. And as soon as you get that box, 
uh, take some pictures, tag us in and everything like that. And uh, that's what you get for just listening to this show, man. We, Kyle and I put some stuff together. I've even added a couple of things in that box. I've been getting some more stuff. So um, it's going to be, it's going to be a pretty, pretty sweet, pretty sweet. Uh, is that a Deadpool? It's a Deadpool pop vinyl pen. Pen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Okay. So this, this is going to wrap up this episode and, uh, yeah. Um, I guess Kyle takes away with those, those, those delicious words that everyone likes to hear. You've been listening to another fine production of the four eyed radio network. <laughs> uh, what? I said, you've been listening to another fine production of the four eyed radio network. Uh, for more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com. You've been listening to a great episode of Coffee, Comics, and Cats. Yeah, Coffee, Comics, and Cats. Join us next week when we have a hairless cat in the studio this week. Lombard's Actually, cast. not enough coffee for our issues. <laughs> I was about to say, I think we need to rename the episode to uh, Comics, Coffee, and Cats now. <laughs> Uh, uh. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye.